0: Welcome to Living With, a podcast about the stories and people behind Health Union. Health Union integrates the power of human connection and technology, uniting people in the shared experiences of life with chronic health conditions. I'm Emily Downward. Carl and Angela Robb are contributors on parkinsonsdisease.net. They were interviewed by my friend and colleague Lauren Lawhon at a conference at our Health Union offices. While Parkinson's disease is commonly diagnosed in people over the age of 60, it does occur in younger people as well. Carl was diagnosed at the age of 23.
1: Tell me, how do you know this lady sitting next
2: to you? Do a serious answer, okay. uh, <laughs> um, we met 20, 22, 20, it was 22 years ago uh, online. Um, we played, um, I, I was fascinated, I, I, was, um, I, I came across her her um, name on America Online, and the was sunny days, and I thought that uh, it was, a, it, was a, it was a happy happy name and it intrigued me. So I I I, I, I um I start, start, we started a conversation, and uh, it led to marriage. And how about you? What was your first impression of
1: Carl?
3: Well, I was actually in a chat room called the Redskins chat room, and <laughs> I don't like the Redskins. I know. I'm a big fan <laughs> So um, I, his name intrigued me because I didn't understand what it was, so I, he, I think you instant messaged me first. I and, did. Yeah. So we struck up a conversation, and then over a period of weeks, um, we uh, play 20,
2: play 20 played 20
3: questions, spoke on the phone where Carl um, told me that he had Parkinson's, and then we finally had a blind date. And how long have you
1: been married?
2: 21 years.
1: Congratulations.
2: I, Thank I, you. I'm most of it happy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, tell me a little bit about how your Parkinson's disease journey started.
2: Oh, gosh. Um, I was my, my, first, my first introduction to Parkinson's was really... Um, um, uh, well, I didn't know it was Parkinson's until I was 23. But I started my symptoms started at 17. I had twitching in my left foot. Didn't know what it was. Uh, I've, uh, this was prior prior to, the, prior to the internet, so I didn't know what to, um, uh, information wasn't as accessible as it is now. Um, so I went to um, librarians, and um, uh, it, was, it was pretty much called uh, university uh, libraries and. Got as much information as i could and there was really wasn't much information at the time in the in the in the um, in the early eight in the, I guess I was, I was uh, late eighties um and um then I, by took six six years and nine, nine, nine doctors finally get, get my diagnosis at twenty three um, prior to that i thought i'd give myself you know i when i first heard about, uh, saw my symptoms of, of, of twitching and didn't know what it was but uh, I, I knew i knew that it could possibly, yeah and I knew, <laughs> I knew it could possibly be um uh, a brain tumor of some sort so i i i am um, being being the uh the uh, the overthinker that i was um, I, I kind of gave myself i gave myself six months to live and um uh, it was a long six months uh which was which is a good but when they told I had Parkinson's, I didn't really know what it was, but I knew it could, I knew I could live with it. So that was a, it's kind of a, um, it's kind of a, a positive, a positive, a, negative, a positive. So I was, um, that's what I was. Real, I, once I learned that when I had Parkinson's, I, I did I learned as much as I as I could. That was, uh, um, I gathered as much information as I could, um, and tried to be educated. I, I, rather than be depressed, I tried to be. Um, keep positive and keep um um educated because I, I thought knowledge is power and um and I, I, and I wanted to see what I could, what I could do and um slowly uh, it was uh, this is prior to, prior, to, it was prior to college it was, it was, like I guess I was in, I was in college at the time and I didn't know what was going on it was it was kind of a strange uh, um it was kind of an awkward awkward time for me uh, um, and uh, it, it kind of made, uh, college a little harder than it should have been uh and trying to try to explain what you, what you have but not not knowing what you have is, is a very um, um, a trying time to try to explain it, especially when you're dating to try and tell people well i don't i'm not sure what i've got but uh, um, it's not catching um it was it was it was, it was, it was strange but that, that 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 was my my introduction to parkinson's was um, uh, a, a long a long period from 17 to twenty three
1: Wow! Wow! I think I think you're probably the youngest person I've ever heard of being diagnosed at starting symptoms at seventeen. Go and, get a prize. And uh, <laughs> and diagnosis at twenty three. So, um, what do you want others to know about young onset Parkinson's?
2: I think uh, I think to know that Parkinson's Parkinson's doesn't just affect the old. It's not an older person's disease. Um, I think uh, that, that's that's I think um, that's, that's been a big benefit from Michael J. Fox is he's he's been the voice of, of a young, young person with Parkinson's. Um, I think we have to thank for that. Um, I think that it's important people to know, understand that it's not it's, it's not it's not, a laughing, it's not a laughing matter when people say when they uh, they see um, maybe 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 they've had, had, had one too many or um, or um, or that's a, that's a funny dance or. Um, I think it, I think it, um, um, people have to understand that Parkinson's is uh, does affect does affect younger people, and it's not and it's not a um, it's not life and matter. It's just, it's a serious thing, and um, well, for all all, neurologi- all, neurologi- all neurological diseases need um, more, more care and more more, more attention, more funding. It, it, Parkinson's Parkinson's isn't a death sentence. It, it's a it's a li- livable disease, and it. Um. Uh, it. Uh, it. Uh, you, you need to find. You need to find what what, what. what. works for you. It's. Uh, it may not be. A, it may not be a, a drug. It may not be. Might um, be a, a therapy. Um, complementary therapy. When I, find, when I found Reiki, it changed my life. Um, I, I, would, I would have been in a wheelchair ten years ago if I had not learned Reiki.
1: I, I read um, your bios on on the mm-hmm. site and I and I remembered the the connection to Reiki and you're actually a, a Reiki instructor. You became, both of both us both are. Both of you became a Reiki instructor. So tell me a little bit about what is Reiki and kind of how how has that been something that that has helped you? Both.
3: Well, Reiki is a complementary therapy. Um, it's uh, an energy modality is what we call it, and it really helps um, the individual to. Um, as I say, use, I use the analogy recharge your battery. So as we go through life, stress, um, work, relationships, it all kind of takes a drain on the body. And Reiki is a light touch. It's not a manipulation therapy that kind of helps us recharge our batteries by using universal energy that's all around us. So you can receive Reiki from a practitioner, or you can learn to do it yourself and actually help yourself anytime, anywhere. So Carl and I learned Reiki um, almost 20 years ago, and it was kind of by accident. It was a fluke. Mm -hmm. Um, But once we were initiated to it... um, We were skeptics. We were skeptics, and we had our first treatment, and it was just amazing. And from then on, we set the trajectory to help ourselves first. Um, The first level of Reiki is about uh, learning the practice to help yourself, self-care Reiki. And then um, probably about... Uh, there's multiple levels and when we got to the second and third levels we started to think well it would be nice if we shared this with the Parkinson's community as a tool that people could have in their toolbox to help themselves it may not be everybody's tool but it's at least another thing that can be offered to them to live well with Parkinson's to complement what they're doing with their uh, Western medicine or allopathic
2: medicine and um, well we'll say if you're in a car crash don't 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 go to your not go to Reiki, Reiki master. Go to, go to the doctor. Emergency room. Um, <laughs> but, but, but 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 if you need, if you want if you want uh, uh, to, to complement your um, your symptoms uh, or, or, or faster recovery, then, then then go to then go to your Reiki master because yeah, they're really. Uh, had, had, I, had I not learned Reiki when I, when I did, I could have been. I think I would have gone much much farther downhill, but much faster. And that that was. Um, I, I know. And I, well, actually, I know that it changed it changed my life. And. and I was a huge skeptic, and until I, until I tried it, and then, describing Reiki is like like, like trying to, trying to describe a sunset. I mean, you have to try it to we have to see it or experience it to to, to really get get the benefit. I think.
3: And it's not just for people with chronic illnesses. Care partners and family members can use it as well to help with their wellness because everybody's working with something. So.
1: So I know that you are both very active in the Parkinson's advocacy community, not just work that you do with Health Union, but um, in the Parkinson's advocacy community at large. So, why do you think it's so important to have those advocacy and awareness efforts for Parkinson's?
2: I think uh, um, we need change. Uh, um, just uh, um, there, there, there is no registry for Parkinson's. Uh, when you say when you ask how many people how many people in this country have parkers or how many people in the world have Parkinson's, you don't, there's really not a good number because there's no registry. Uh, we've, been, we've been fighting for registry for years and there's still no was, At one point we needed, uh, was, they were asking for five million dollars to get a registry. And then we never, uh, through the C D C and it was never it was never it was it passed the, the Senate or passed Passed the Senate, but not the, the House.
3: House. And then,
2: then, then then the then, then then they went to then they went to uh, so summer, summer recess and and, and they never, never came back to the to the, to the bill we n- we need better funding we need better uh, we we need better numbers and we need we need a registry to find the clusters of partisans and, and find which lead which could lead to a cure which could lead to um um well, is 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 it is it is Parkinson's um, genetic, and, and what's the what's the trigger what's the trigger to the to the to the gene if it, if it's genetic, which which is, which is proven to be possibly genetic, and, and, but but they said a lot of most diseases that, or a lot of diseases that um, Parkinson's load, Parkinson's load the gun and, and and the environment pulls the trigger, but but that's but, but uh, I'm hearing that for years and it's. Now we need, we need to find out, we need, we need to get real data, and the, the, data's, the data's just not there because the funding's not there.
3: Well, and advocacy um, really, in my opinion, is every day because there's so many people who don't understand what Parkinson's is. There's so many people walking around who have a family member that's been affected by the disease, and they need support as much as the person who's uh, living with the chronic illness every day. Um, as a care partner, I'm also very aware of the fact that there's a lot of care partners out there who are struggling and don't have resources available to them. So um, I feel like it's my job when I either uh, we go to a support group meeting and speak, or if we um, go to Capitol Hill, or if we meet people online. My job is to be a voice for people who can't, who don't have a voice, and um, there's many folks that are just. Um, at home and unable to do anything, um, when it comes to advocacy, and I feel like it's my responsibility to to help them elevate the issue so that people are aware of the needs of the community.
2: And I think people, and I think there's a hope is so important for people people with Parkinson's to understand that there there is hope out there, and they need to understand that um, they uh, they they can they they can do something for themselves, and they and they can help themselves, um, but they, they just need to. I love the couch as much as anybody, but you need to get off the couch, uh, to do something, and find 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 the the, the things that work for you to uh, get better. And then you can't you can't get better with Parkinson's. I really believe that. And I, I, I'm
3: as a neurologist told us years ago. You know, you really don't die of Parkinson's disease anymore. You die of. Something that might be related to the condition, but it's certainly a very livable disease. You may have to alter or change certain aspects of your life, but you don't have to give up your dreams and your hopes just because you've um, you or a loved one is diagnosed with a disease.
2: And as I say, as I say in some of my lectures, you don't um, you don't fight Parkinson's. You you, you don't no, no one no wins a fight, no one's a battle, no one's a war. You, you you work with Parkinson's, you work around it, you you. You navigate it, but 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 you, you, you um, Fighting fighting violent, and fighting, fighting is negative. But but working with it, uh, um, you can you you you, 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 um, you, you mitigate it. I, I think I think, I think that's, that that's, a, that's, a, that's a, less, a less strenuous way of looking at it. And, and stress stress is I think 60, 60 to 80 percent of Parkinson's is stress. You overcome the stress, you, uh, your symptoms get better.
1: I like the way I like how you think about that in terms of working working with Parkinson's. So, Angela, so you talked a little bit about being a care partner, um, and I know that you also said that um, when you guys first started dating, you you knew that Carl had Parkinson's. So, um, so what would you want to tell other care partners? What advice do you have? Like what what would you? What are some important parts about your experience that you would want to share with other care partners?
3: Well, I think the first thing I would tell a new care partner uh, would be to understand that you're not alone. There's a lot of resources available to you, um, both in your community and online. Um, there's a plethora of folks who are willing to share their experiences with you and help you navigate through um, the course. Um, I would say that communication is vital. Um, you and your loved one, whoever, whether it's a spouse or a family member or a parent or even a child who has Parkinson's, you know that's when you really have to focus on the communication. Um, even if you were poor at it before, <laughs> you may want to try to become um, more in tune with each other and what the needs are of your loved one that has the condition. And reach out. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, it's not something that you should really fight alone. And not fight in the battle component, but really um, cope with it alone. You shouldn't cope with it alone. There's um, so many things that are, you know, 20 years ago when I met Carl, there wasn't much information and the internet was in its infancy. And today, um, there's a lot of information, good information out there. There's a lot of bad information too, <laughs> so you have to weigh the good with the bad. But uh, those would be the three things, you know. Be be open to resources, communicate, and and don't be afraid to ask um, for help. And uh, laugh. And laugh.
2: <laughs> Carl,
1: what is the most valuable thing that Angela does to support you?
2: She loves me, and uh, that's uh, um. um in spite, of, in spite of my um, uh, my daily um, um my daily unpredictability, unpredictability uh, because i think uh uh she's she's malleable which uh, um which i really appreciate that she's, she's she um, she understand she understands that five minutes five minutes five minutes later my meds, my meds may turn off my meds may not um i may i may. I may have to sit and wait and take another pill, or I may have to um, sit out for a minute. Or um, she's she's um, patient, uh, but she, she understand she really understands me, and she um, as best as best as she can. Um, with and I, sometimes I don't understand Parkinson's after, after after all the time I've had it, uh, but but um, but um, so we 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 even Bob and uh, make our way through. Um, every day, every day is different, every, 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 every few minutes can be different, some, some days can be great, um, I say, I, I say I have good days and better days, and because, um, um uh, you have, you have, to keep, you have, to keep a positive perspective, I think if you're, um, I think 60, 60 day. I think 60, percent I think the number is 60, 60 percent of the population, population with Parkinson's get, get depressed, and, and if you get depressed, that pulls you down, and it makes, it makes your symptoms worse, and, uh. Yeah, you can't. You can't keep. You know, you've got to keep a positive attitude, and uh, things things can get better. You just need to focus on yourself and and, and focus on um, focus on getting uh, the help you need, and uh, and but but and, and doing things for yourself. You've got to find the find the um, whether it's a therapy or medication or um, exercise. Yeah, but but uh, but Angela, uh, um, we we are, we are care partners and sometimes, sometimes um, she um, she she is a caregiver, but most of the time um, i i look like i can so can so do a lot, of, a lot of things for myself even after um thirty years with parkinson's and um, um i attribute that to the reiki but also the uh, that, um, um, uh i think some, some of its strength but uh but also she um I, I, she she gives me a lot of strength and that's that's um that's she, she she motivates me yeah and yeah, I love you me too
1: so uh, my next question was going to be like um how how what helps you cope in in those in those in those tough days because i know that not every day is 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 easy and so yeah. how how do you maintain that positive attitude on the tough days
2: one thing is that over the time I've realized that um, things yeah. will always things' will always be a lot worse. We take clean water for uh, for, for uh, just running, just clean running water for for, for granted. Um, we can, we take the food we eat for, for granted. Uh, We're we eating unpolluted. Uh, we don't to, we don't have to go out and uh, gather our own meal. we um, uh, some people uh, have to walk miles to get their get their water. Um, we gotta, we we can uh, I, I can go see a doctor on on, on call. Um, I, um, uh, today, 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 I'll, I'll sleep in a, in, a, in, a, in a bed in a safe hotel. I mean, um, I said a nice meal with, with friends. I mean, that's, that, that uh, we take we take things like that for granted. Uh, so, um, it's, yes, I have Parkinson's, but tomorrow, I get, tomorrow, um, someone else is going. In a few minutes, someone's going to get hit by a bus. It's all relative. It's all, it's all relative to a point that I, I'm fortunate. I'm, perception. Per, perception. is It's 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 reality that oh, we all we're, we all have something and some, some we all have something or we'll, we'll get something. Um, it, it's uh, it, it's uh, I don't know how to call it, maybe not logic but it's understanding that um, that uh, I think that, that having having the disease this this long I've, I've realized that um, it is it is perception what 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 we're all going to deal with something that it's like whether now or later but um, so so uh, we're all Part of, um, part of life death is part of life and that's, uh, uh, But, but, but uh, I don't I to plan on dying anytime soon but, but, but.
3: <laughs> so I
2: hope not, I hope not to, but.
3: well and and I think it's um, it's more about how do you address the challenge mm-hmm. everybody has challenges uh, like you said you know we don't have to walk miles to get our water mm-hmm. but and I can't relate to the fact that Carl was diagnosed while we were married. He was diagnosed before we got married. So, um, or before I met him, he was diagnosed. So for me it wasn't the shock of the diagnosis. I didn't have that component. But every day watching him, you know, pull him, you know, just sometimes when the medication isn't working in the morning, just trying to get out of bed and um, get your first medication for the day is a struggle or getting a bottle open or it's small tasks and so I think I benefit from his perspe- his perception of what's going on and sometimes I help him change his perte- perception of what's going on and we try to take it one step at a time and literally one foot on the floor Walking. if the medication isn't working, then you just have to say, okay, just take one step. That's all that matters. And being mindful, mindfulness of the situation at hand. It's not thinking about what's going to happen in 10 minutes or 10 days or 10 years. It's about how are we living today, right this moment? And how do we get to the next goal? Um, And it's not big goals a lot of the times, but that being present in the moment, I think, is a strategy for living that a lot of people... When you get diagnosed with a, a chronic condition, um, they kind of throw that out of the way and think that, you know, they've lost everything. But it's really just taking one step. It's doing one thing it's, it, and moving and then adding that all up to equal uh, quality of life. And I think you can have a quality of life with Parkinson's
2: and, and cope and, and move through it. And Parkinson's, as strange as it sounds, has been a great teacher. It's taught me a lot. It's taught me a lot about life. It's taught me about love. It's taught me about um, starting my own business. It's taught me about writing my own books. It's taught me about uh, it gave people. me people. It's give me a lot of friends. It's give me a whole other family. It's uh, um,
3: a purpose.
2: It's give me a purpose, yeah.
3: Yeah, we didn't start out, you know, thinking that we were, I certainly didn't start out as a writer <laughs> and writing and sharing my story with others. That was the furthest thing from the, what I wanted to do. But then through the advocacy and telling my story, I felt like, well, maybe some people do want to hear my story and they do want to hear some of the things that we've learned. So I'd rather share that with folks than keep it to myself, because if it helps one person you know, live better. Then that's great. That's a success in my my well, mind and our mind. It
2: was your idea to start the blog, or start my first blog, and then and then, and then you said, "This is." I thought it would be a book, and you said this was going to be a book, and so that, that that led to the first book and then the second book, and then so and then, and then finding a healthy. Well,
1: my last question for you is, you know, thinking about um, Parkinson's Disease .net and kind of having that. Online support community. Why do you think that that is, is so important for for people
2: and care partners for Parkinson's? I think Parkinson's.net is a, a great resource for, uh, for Parkinson's patients because I think it's um, um, so versatile, uh, and I think it, uh, it's, it's, it has a, a wide range of, of perspectives. Uh, for easy, easy access for for uh, people with Parkinson's who have questions uh, to get their answers get their answers from people who live, actually living with the disease. Uh, they're, they're credible and you're uh, uh, you're not getting um so, so many, so, so many uh, conferences that were that the conferences are loaded with doctors I think doctors are great uh, great resources for for science and, med, and medical uh, information but people people live with the disease have more have, have the uh, they 're the experts and uh, getting the information from the, from the people live with that, with I think other patients want to hear from other patients, not from, not just from doctors. I think uh, that's, that's where they get their uh, the, the best information, the, the most livable information, uh, and um, not, not not just medical information, but also uh, how to live with a, how to live best with the disease as, as they can. You know, and that, 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 that you get that from Parkinson's Disease.net. Uh,
3: yes, Parkinson's Disease .net brings all these uh, contributors together who share all their, and they're all different just like Parkinson's itself, everybody has a different flavor of the disease. And and the great thing is that there's all these people from different backgrounds and different uh, time that they've been diagnosed and, and male versus female and all kinds of different care partners that come on and share their experiences. And I think that's the one thing that was missing in the Parkinson's community. We have, you can go to a regional conference or a national conference and meet people, but here's this great resources. is available 24 7 365 and um, if you don't like one person's perspective there's another person another contributor who might have a different one that's more like yourself so i think that's the beauty of it is they kind of found this niche of of this hole that was in the community that provided you know these different perspectives that uh, really make a difference in people's lives and we we've, we've seen that in the comments that are online so it's been great
1: I said that was your last question, and then I lied. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to go back because Carl, I remember that you said that um, one of the important things was to to laugh. Mm. Or why why is it important to, to, laugh, <laughs> yeah. to
2: find humor? Because um, <laughs>
3: uh, Parkinson's uh, is uh, funny.
2: Parkinson's can be funny, but Parkinson's can be funny. But 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 it's a funny disease in some respect that it's. Uh, it, it, it's more funny. It's as, as 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 a strange disease. Yeah.
3: If, you, if you can't laugh at some yeah, of the things that happen with it, yeah. you you'd be bawling. Yeah. Some people would be really upset about not being able to
2: function or move or freeze or. You can I you can I can laugh or you can cry? Cry, and we don't want to. I'm not a cry. I, I cry on occasion, but uh, not, not usually with Parkinson's. But uh, if I watch old Yeller, that's uh, no, but but. Um, I think that um, life is short. No matter how long you live, life is short. And I think uh, you can either choose to to enjoy it and, and keep it positive, or, or, or um, it's, it's all perspective. Once again, how you, I look at it, and whether you have Parkinson's or not, uh, it's, uh, it's it's life, life. Your life, you have a choice: either go to bed happy and wake up happy, or, or go to bed miserable and wake up miserable. Uh, I think. Uh, that, that, is, that is a choice.
3: Um, well, we love Dr. Wayne Dyer, and uh-huh. he has a quote that says, When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And, then, and we say that all the time to each other. So mm-hmm. we, you know, there might be an instance where Carl's medicine does wear off, and we're standing in the middle of the street, you know, and I waiting for the medication to work or his foot to move, and people are walking around. I mean, sometimes it, we just laugh at each other because it's it's the it's the situation we're in and we at least have each other we you know we're not alone either one of us are not alone so Mm -hmm. sometimes we just laugh for no reason at all because it 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 just seems like this strangest circumstance but you know we we don't we don't want to end up in a bad bad situation so we're at least together
2: there's a good example there was a at the time we were at a at a, at a, was it a rest stop. It was a a, a, a convenience store. we uh, were on a, a, a driving trip, and I was, I was turning off, and I, I, I was just waiting for Angela to come out, the, come out of the convenience store. And the gentleman said, uh, uh, you, need, "You you you need some water." And, and the gentleman came out came out, came out of the store, convenience store and gave me about a, a bottle of water. I mean, was, I, you, there's a lot of kindness, a lot of kindness out there, and you, and you see, uh, you know, you hear a lot of bad things about people getting. Uh, hassled or, or about Parkinson's or, but, but there are a lot of good people out there too and, and uh, looking out for, uh, people out there for there's a lot of compassion out there
3: and I think that's what the, the the people in the Parkinson's community but also the community that's online in parkinsonsdisease.net does have a lot of compassion and if that helps one person then it's a great success and understanding
2: so. uh, 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 it promotes understanding and that, uh, that's so we need, we, need, we need more understanding of what, what Parkinson's is and, and how, to, how, to, how to cope with it. And
3: more
0: compassion about living with it, too. I'd like to thank Angela and Carl Robb for sharing their experiences and being a part of our community. You can read their articles and join the conversation at parkinsonsdisease.net. Find more health communities at health-union.com. Thank you for listening to Living With. Please subscribe to this podcast at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.